in uh, Matthew 24, Jesus mentions pestilences as one of the signs of the times of the end. And COVID-19 could be considered a pestilence. It's really changed things. Tonight is the 30th of July. And apparently the virus is really gaining more momentum. It's picking up steam. Certain states have begun to pull back their reopening of all the businesses and so on and so forth. And people are again being laid off. There's a lot of despair in this country. There's a lot of despair in this world. And yet these are just the beginnings of the sorrows. I mean, it's going to get a whole lot worse. And it's really not going to get better. I really hate to be the prophet of doom. But when you look at the situation across the globe, and you look at the United States even in general, you see all of the things that are going on. And we hear in the news that Russia was paying the Taliban to kill U.S. soldiers. And nobody really wants to cop to it. I mean, you know, it's just like, well, you know, we didn't think it was all that important. And, uh, well, the intelligence wasn't really not that clear. You get all that back and forth and back and forth and We're constantly gaslighted. There's so much confusion and chaos. It's difficult to know what to think. I mean, you know, I've lived for quite a few years now. I lived through the 60s. I actually lived, you know, through the 50s. And I was able to observe certain aspects of the civil rights movement up close and personally. And... I'm telling you, we're living in times like I've never seen before. Something has definitely shifted. And there's no question about it. I mean, many of the people that I know are depressed and they're anxious. They don't know where it's going from here. And of course, I don't know where it's going from here, except that I do know that it's really not going to get that much better. No. Now is the time for people to prepare their hearts and to reach out and to seek Jesus like there is no tomorrow. We're entering into a period of time where pretty much everybody's going to get stretched. Stretched to the outer limits. I know there are a lot of people that believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. I'm not one of those. I believe that we will see Jesus at the second coming. And prior to that, we will enter into a period that many refer to as the Great Tribulation. This is really a serious thing, and we're living in serious times.
I don't know. In my own life, my life completely fell apart just about one year ago when my wife decided that she felt differently. And after 26 years of marriage, she wanted out. I had not seen that coming. I wound up wandering the country, homelessly really, for most of the next year. I went coast to coast, went into the deep south helping somebody move, went from San Francisco to New Orleans to New Hampshire, had been in Las Vegas prior to that, no place to actually settle. I stayed with different people, relatives, people who took me in for a period of time. I used credit cards and stayed at Airbnb and in really a trashy hotels and the real low budget stuff, you know, trying to conserve on the balances. I'd had a stroke. I'm not real employable. I've never really have done that well in the employment market in my entire lifetime. I'm actually not a natural capitalist. And I never really have been. But I have lived for my own pleasure and I have walked after the flesh and I have sinned as easily as I have breathed every day of my life. I lived for myself. I lived for the people that I loved. And I was pretty careless with my life. But last July, when I thought we were living the life, we were going on extravagant vacations, maybe as many as two a year. Uh, We were living on a couple acres and... uh, my wife had her little swimming pool outside and it seemed to me that we really had it made. Uh, that all came crashing down and the, the really close little nuclear family that we had built, the kids, they moved about, oh, I don't know, 100 miles away, 150 miles away. We didn't see them as much. We still did have a real intimate relationship with our children. They were an integral part of our lives. No, they still are. But, you know, things do change. And uh, in July, really, the whole nuclear family thing, even though my children were grown adults, it just shattered. And we're all pretty much on our own now. And um, so in any case, I was reading tarot cards and I was studying A Course in Miracles. And I was practicing hoodoo which is quite similar to voodoo and I was really wrapped up in these things and I was actually pretty psychic and uh, I was having a lot of success with that not monetary success but success in those realms But my heart was broken, and I was in grief, and I still am in grief. I mean, you know, actually, I still love my ex-wife. I always will love her. 
always for the rest of my days and beyond that, throughout all eternity. I'm sure I will always love her. And I will absolutely always love my kids. All of them. Even though I'm cut off from a good number of them. Got a lot of kids, five in all. But anyway, my life came completely crashing down and I would like walk for maybe three to five miles, six miles a day, just thinking, you know, and trying to think things through. There seemed to be no answers whatsoever. And as I would read the cards, you know, they would basically uh, reflect a very empty life ahead and indicate that the grief was not going to come to any close end. It was going to go on like that for quite some time, you know, and uh, that was all about the nine of swords, the ten of swords, and so on and so forth. Well, I don't even want to get into that because I don't do it anymore at all. Deuteronomy chapter 18. I was sitting around looking at YouTube videos one night and I ran across one that said why we left the Joyce Meyer ministry. Well, I've not been a fan of Joyce Meyer at all or the prosperity gospel whatsoever. Now, me not being a Christian at the time, I just went ahead and listened to it because, you know, if somebody can point out the error in Joyce Meyer's teachings well I like to hear it you know because I do think she's wrong very 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 wrong and doing an awful lot of harm through it and this is not hate speech to each his own you know but I don't believe that the prosperity message equates with the true gospel of Jesus Christ I absolutely do not believe that I do not think that the scriptures teach that God's people are all to be rich. And that if you're not rich, either you don't have enough faith or you've got sin in your life. No way. Absolutely no way. We all have sin in our lives. You know, we're born in sin and we take to it like ducks take to the water. Sinful flesh. And those who walk after the flesh walk in death. The answer is in dying to self and coming to Christ in repentance, accepting that free gift of salvation that is offered today. Being filled with the Holy Spirit and walking after the Spirit that Christ can live in us. Well, in any case, that Joyce Meyer YouTube video that I was looking at was put up there by a woman named Doreen Virtue. And Doreen designed the most popular decks of cards that are on the market today, and she was extremely successful when her eyes were opened to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well... When I started looking at some of Doreen's other YouTube videos, you know, I got quite an education. 
And it was during this time that, I don't know, it just really broke me. So on one of my really, really long marathon walks, in the snow even, you know, in the middle of winter, I was in New Hampshire, I'd been walking along a long road and looking at the trees on either side. I mean, New Hampshire is nothing but trees from what I know of it. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I wish I had a rope so that I could go hang myself because life has no meaning and it seemingly has no future. Well, it was during this period of time that I saw the video. I got acquainted with Doreen Virtue through her videos. And I was able to come to Jesus Christ in repentance. Which was a life-changing experience. And it wasn't an immediate, oh, wow, voila, you know. I'm a new creation in Christ. Everything is good. Joy, joy, joy. The joy of the Lord. Now, it's been a struggle. Old things are passing away slowly and all things are becoming new. But it's been a fairly slow and a relatively painful process. I've been so isolated and COVID certainly hasn't helped. Certainly hasn't helped. But you know, in this, I I have... um, had a lot of people reach out to me. We had some neighbors out in New Hampshire when I was staying with my sister, and uh, I stayed with these people for two weeks, and they just bent over backwards for me. They were just some of the kindest, most wonderful people that I've ever, ever known in my entire life. And along the way, I met a lot of people like that in the last year. But you know, the important thing is that I met Jesus Christ in spirit and in truth. Well, I do plan to get into some of the prophecy stuff here. I mean, after all, you know, the name of my podcast is Prophecy Perspectives. And I've got some perspectives on that. But for tonight... I would just like to say that I don't believe that this COVID is going to go away anytime soon. I think that's very clear that it's not. We can debate how it originated and uh, who's behind it all and all of those different things, you know. I'm sure there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. But the main point being that it is one of the pestilences that Christ spoke of in Matthew 24. That's very clear to me. And there will be others. You know, the events are going to be like birth pangs. They're going to get more intense and closer together the nearer we get to the end. We're looking for the second coming. But there's a lot that has to happen yet and not much of it good. So, my life completely fell apart. And... My life is coming together now, slowly but surely, by the power of God and the love of Christ Jesus. And as God moves his hand over my life and puts the pieces back together, I know that soon, you know, the isolation will subside and already people are coming into my life. 
mostly, you know, through the internet. I have the most wonderful group that I'm involved with. We had a Zoom call just last night, and there were so many people on there, we went for three hours. It was glorious. But anyway, as my life came to a, you know, total collapse, a total disaster, I found Christ in that. And where the world is headed, mark my words, friends, you know, we're not going to go back to the way things were. It's going to get more intense. It's going to get scarier. The shift that's taken place is only the beginning of the sorrows. We're just on the doorstep of it. We're not even in the great tribulation as of yet, but we are getting close. And I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm saying this to prepare you because it is going to happen just as Jesus said it would happen. And my message to you is that the only escape in this is through Jesus Christ, for there is no other way to God. I believe this with all my heart, and I've tried so many different ways to get to God, and I've found them all empty. So Jesus is calling. All you have to do is answer his call, friends. Just ask Jesus to come into your life, to cleanse you of all unrighteousness, to forgive your sins, and to come in and sup with you, to pour the Holy Spirit upon you, that you might walk even as Jesus walked by his power, realizing that you have no power of your own. Well, I'd like to leave on a good note tonight I just wish everyone well, and I hope and pray that those who are in need will be comforted in this time. And I pray that many, 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 many people will make their decision for Jesus. And with that, I'll sign off for tonight.